Hello and welcome to 9 to 5 Fitness, a podcast about how to incorporate a healthy lifestyle into a 9 to 5 work week. And this episode is brought to you by the Sunny Health and Fitness T7873 treadmill with automatic incline. host resident fitness expert matt and i am your other fitness expert sydney and i'm chris your everyday nine to fiver and just to confuse you all there are three of us one two three the, yep, that's correct was it the uh what did you guys call it the nine to five crossover crosstalk <laughs> crosstalk Cross okay talk. hopefully our voices are different enough that we can do this the fitness triangle yes. of personalities speaking of uh personalities mine went through a drastic change recently yeah called grumpies i can give you one hint as to what caused that the number one reason i I do not like because you have kids and you're grumpy because i love my kids oh i just thought sometimes for the reason that they stopped this horrible curse for nine months at a time Oh, I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I just got us there where we need to be. Okay. So, yeah, I don't like working out during that wonderful, blessed, gorgeous time of the month that makes all women the most fantastic oh, creatures. Time of the month. Interesting. Mm, Nothing worse. We become entertaining. Mm-hmm. Or at least I do. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. Well, I don't become anything. Maybe a little crazy. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> Is there anything all the to chocolate? that? Well, sorry, Matt. We're taking over the podcast today. It's going to be about women's health. That's exciting. You sure? Go for it. All right, Sydney. <laughs> you are the expert I'm going to ask about this since you yes. recently came across an article. Yes, I did. I found an awesome article all about um, working out on your period it's pretty cool and i got really excited when i read it so i'm just gonna jump into the info on the article and then we can talk about it after and that's really weird because when somebody sees an article written about menstruation you don't automatically think working out no personally what i would think is that i'm gonna grab a warm water bottle press it to my stomach lay down open up thing of ice cream and just sit there and watch tv and hope for the end to come right Same. (laughs) so what did this say about working out so basically this was a study that was done in sweden at umea university and basically they tested two different groups of women with high frequency training and the first group of women exercised during the first two weeks of their cycle and the other group of women exercised during the last two weeks of their cycle. And at the end of the month, they all went through a test to see the results of this exercise. And basically, the women who completed the training during the first two weeks of the cycle saw significant strength gains. So basically, the findings of this study said that it is beneficial to actually work out more during the first two weeks of your cycle. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah super crazy so then what's with the energy drain then (laughs) there are all the things that come with that time of the month yeah energy drain migraines cramps not the ideal time to work out feeling wise 
But there are a lot of good things that come along with working out during your time of the month, too, because exercise has a lot of benefits. Aside from, I mean, significant strength gains, that's like huge. Some of the other benefits are like exercise is a great way for some people to relax. It's a great way to decompress after a long day. And what longer day is there than a day on your time of the month? Oh, that's true. That's true. (laughs) Have you had this conversation with your wife yet, Matt? No, she's going to be very interested in this for sure. (laughs) She's going to be like, how did you say Because I'm going to be very interested in it for that reason. I'm going to be like, hey, hon, like, we've got this really cool article, and it shows that if you do exercise during this time, you can increase your strength, which is great. I know she won't be there when you break this to her. I know, well, (laughs) I know she has a goal of increasing her strength, so I'm sure she would appreciate this information. Uh, especially since it's backed by research because she is very in tune uh, with her education and wanting to know that things are legitimate when it comes to information. So um, she will be extremely pleased to know that a study was done on this topic and that there were proven results. So I can be like, see, there's a research paper that supports the claim. Right. That's That's super awesome. That really is cool. Okay. So I'm going to go back to the word gains. Um, People like me, you know, who don't participate in a lot of physical activity may not know what that means because when you think gains, in my opinion, and you put the word period with it, we think of the side effects of too much sugar, (laughs) of gaining weight. What exactly do you mean by gains? Right. So when we're talking about gains here, when it comes to weightlifting, we're talking about gaining lean muscle. So really what the result of this test was is it specifically was a gain in lean muscle mass, which as women who don't specifically want to gain weight, lean muscle mass is what you want. Mm, that'll work. Yeah. yeah, and just to point out uh, one other, because I see, Sydney, that you had some great notes on this article too. And just to clarify as well, like if, if we're talking about gaining uh, lean muscle mass, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to translate into gaining weight on the scale. Um, the other thing that was also pointed out was that there were op- there were uh, strength gains, uh, which has a little bit to do with the amount of muscle that you gain, but you can increase your strength without gaining weight. Like it's totally possible. Right. Which was one of the outcomes of the study was that the women actually gained strength. That doesn't mean that there was a... There was no actual weight fluctuation. Yes. Well, right. it's possible. I, I don't, I'd have to look in the details of the study, but yes, you can gain strength without a significant increase in your body size or change in your body size. Right. Okay. And it can be totally possible to gain weight when you do gain lean muscle mass. I know that sounds really crazy, but um, muscle actually weighs a lot more than fat does so as you are slowly building muscle you might look way better than you looked before you probably will be leaner you'll have that physique that you're looking for but over time i mean we're talking a lot of time too it takes time to build muscle but as you're building that you it's possible that you could see slight weight gain even though you look freaking awesome I think that's always a bonus. Yes. Uh, right, so there was a, you were mentioning something about um, pain. Pain, pain. Um, Ugh, yes. Yeah, so the you know pain. how that happens. The cramps. The cramps, the wonderful contractions Ooh. of the inside of your body that makes you feel like you're going to die. The migraines. Oh, yeah, I got those. I get those. Yeah, I get those bad. 
So the great thing about exercise is it is known for releasing endorphins, which yay for more hormone ho- hormones. <laughs> hormones. <laughs> yay for more hormones. <laughs> Not going there. Gotta love it. (laughs) But you know, um, yes, we do love our good endorphins because endorphins, you know, they are known to give you energy. They are known to relieve your feelings of pain. So both of those things are issues that you commonly feel during your period. And those are going to be relieved with exercise, which is crazy and awesome. Do you want to hear something interesting? I actually yes. have a little bit of surprising nutrition news. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Um, Something I'm that intrigued. I'm actually participating in here. So when we're talking about the endorphins re- yes. helping the pain, there was one thing I discovered by complete accident when I was a teenager. Every time I ate lasagna or spaghetti, I discovered that my cramping would be less intense And I'm like, okay, well, that's weird. Pasta makes my period feel a little bit better. My body's not killing me. I'm not wanting to go run to the bathroom and puke (laughs) because it hurts so much. And I have had that happen, by the way. Note to self, it gets that bad. (laughs) Or I should say note to audience, it gets that bad. (laughs) Um, So when I discovered this, I was like, okay, I'm going to do some research. Turns out tomatoes are an anti-inflammatory. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah. Uh So when in doubt... Eat spaghetti. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it was a complete accident. Here I am, 15, 16 years old at the time, and I discovered that. Wow. Who would have thought? No, I definitely believe that for sure. Tomatoes Same. are awesome. Tomatoes are I love awesome. me some spaghetti, too, so yeah, I'm so. I'm on board with that. Bonus. Yeah. Exercise and spaghetti will mm-hmm. make your cycle more tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sydney, I'm just looking at one other thing here that was referenced. Something about there being no change in overall performance. Trying to think if that is, based off of the study, whether or not um, doing it within the two weeks of the cycle, second two weeks of the cycle, they were looking at improvements in performance or if it was unrelated. Can you kind of clarify a little bit more on kind of the performance changes that these women saw from the two training styles and which part of the cycle it was compared to the last two parts of the cycle. Right. So this was actually a part of a different study. I know that's kind of hard to see because it's on the next page and the bullet points are weird. So basically in this specific study, it was going over overall performance for women who were going through their cycles at different times. And this was like a huge study. I think 200 plus women were a part of it. And at the end of the study, they basically concluded that there weren't any differences between women's performance during or not during their cycles. So it followed them through the whole thing. Whereas this previous study, women were only working out during like the first two weeks or the last two weeks. These women were working out the whole time. And it was more so based off of their response to questions on a survey. Okay. Yeah. So, so like if so if people had the uh, you know the issue with working out consistently throughout this whole time frame of each month and each cycle that um, for the most part 
you're not going to expect a significant drop in your performance because right. of this. Right. Because you can still train, you can still you know do the things um, that you want to do from a training standpoint, so that you're not going to be affected in terms of your performance. Essentially, I guess exactly. Which, which I'm sure a lot of women probably think that because of this. Yeah, I'm going to be affected physically for sure. Like, I'm not going to be able to do everything that I think I can do. Yeah, <laughs> which it's a really common thing to think because, I mean, you feel terrible. Oh, so gosh, it's, it's, it's the last worse. thing you want to do. But I can actually speak to this from personal experience because, I mean, I did track for, geez, how many years? And I was expected to perform every single day, same level. All my coaches were dudes. They really don't care if you're on your period. And honestly, I surprised myself time after time with my performance while it was my time of the month. Mm. It was pretty amazing. I think that also comes with having proper preparations in place. Oh, for yeah. sure. Um, because if you're wearing something that's highly uncomfortable, you're not going to want to perform at all. Oh, no. So That is for sure something you need to think about. And I think that comes down to individual basis, what person feels most comfortable with. Like for me, I did a lot of swimming in college. Like I actually, yeah. And then I discovered that there was a, uh, let's just say, I discovered the utility of certain products <laughs> in my adult years. <laughs> yes. Did not realize yes, yes. that it was gonna take an entire locker room full of ladies to help me figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> but once it did, oh swimming gosh. was one of those things where you you have to be prepared. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, have to. <laughs> I mean, I felt that way with track, too. Like, you got to make sure everything is tight, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And I'm like, we're getting weird looks from the guys in the room right now. Any girls in there out there will completely understand that this is a sensitive topic for us. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, but, like, comfortability is super important because, I mean, that is going to affect your overall performance and, you know, the way that you end up working out. If you're not comfortable, you know, you're not going to give your all. And, and you don't want things to slip. Yeah. And you're probably going to leave early and not get as great of a workout. So it's something you should definitely think about ahead of time. So what do you think the three main things are that, well, guys and women, obviously, she get out of this topic when it comes to, hey, it's totally okay to be working out. And by the way, you can see these benefits. What do you think the, like, the focus should be? The three main things based off of this topic. And what are what our listeners, men and women, because, you know. Guys need to know this yeah, stuff. Yeah, we need to know too. <laughs> what are the three things I think, you know, what, what should men be focused on regarding this topic and how we can be supportive to the ladies in our lives? And then for women is too, for women too, you know, and recognizing that there are some benefits, what what should they kind of take away from this topic? I guess is what I'm asking. Yeah. So I think number one, I mean, listen to your body. You know, you need to be comfortable, and if you're feeling pain, if you're tired, all of those things, you should you should be listening to your body, and you should be doing things to make those things better. Like, don't ignore those, you know? If you Definitely have a headache, don't want to. drink some water. In my case, I get vertigo right before I get a migraine. So if I start getting there dizzy, go. I'm going to sit down, maybe do some sit-ups instead. Yeah, there you go. And if <laughs> you're feeling kidding. super tired, <laughs> you know, nice. take, take a little 
take a little nap, take a little break, you know? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like listen to those cues and now you can think to yourself, hmm, exercise. That might be an option to relieve some of these symptoms. So that might be something that you might want to try. Especially for the personality boost. You're going to want some positive because I get mean. (laughs) 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 We all get grumpy sometimes. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) Um, Second thing that I would take away is you definitely can still perform on your period. So guys, you might want be wanting to use this as like a thing to like your wife's significant other's girlfriends to be like hey you can still perform on your period get off the sofa what are you doing i probably wouldn't recommend that no don't do that <laughs> don't do that because that tub of ice cream's gonna hit you in the face yeah <laughs> yes it is but at the same time this is super awesome information that if your significant other or sister or friend whoever doesn't know about this you might want to share it with them because it's really cool and it's good to know and it might you know put, put a little pep in their step I, I like the idea at least it gives you a, something to look forward to you're yeah. sitting there like hmm well i just finished my river of death let's see what's coming next I have very, very wonderful euphemisms for this topic. <laughs> the faces in this room are truly priceless. <laughs> so, but seriously, you you finish throughout it. You're like, okay, it's done. It's done. I don't want to have to deal with this for another three weeks or however long it takes for you. <laughs> some people it's more frequent. Some people it's less. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I know, right? Huh. Um, but at least now, next time it comes around, I can be like, okay, you know, let's... Let's see yeah. what the change can be. Yeah. So see what you got. Yeah. I think let's do that. That's a kind of like a, a a request to our ladies out there that if you get a chance to try this, let us know how it works. Yeah. Seriously. Try it. See how you feel. We would love to hear it. And I'm sure we can expect more topics on women's health as well, correct? Yes. Yay. Absolutely. More to come. Cool. Right. No, we'll have to do some for the guys too eventually. I'm just gonna have to, yeah, you know, sit on the corner and do what Matt's doing and make weird faces. <laughs> yes, <laughs> totally comfortable right now. This has been great, very, edu- very educational. Thank very you so educational. much. All right, so do you want to do the wrap up today? Sure, awesome. Here you go. That is. You can do it, Chris. Never mind. Okay. Not me. Christina will do the wrap up. (laughs) Just to make it fun. We want to thank you all for joining us here at 9 to 5 Fitness, and we hope you learned something useful to apply to your life. Guess what? I don't have my script with me, so I don't know what I'm saying. But that's okay because our episode was sponsored by the SFT7873 treadmill with auto incline the perfect machine to use when you really don't want to run and you can just climb up that hill slowly while holding everything in place. (laughs) I'm just making this awkward. Let's do this. (laughs) Come back next time when we talk about... Vegetables. Oh. Yeah. I'm going back to nutrition. Uh, Oh, yeah. And more women's health, I'm sure, at some point. 